Welcome to the Bitcoin Source Podcast, the ultimate destination for all things Bitcoin. Today, we have an inspiring guest with us, Wesley, the president of Bitcoin Bay Foundation. Wesley's mission to create a global payment system for local communities and foster a circular economy through Tampa Bay and other surrounding communities has landed him on this podcast today, ladies and gentlemen. So let's delve into some thought-provoking questions. Welcome, Wesley. Hey man, yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Most definitely. And uh, of course, usually like when I do things on this show, like because I'm a bookworm, I usually always ask people like, what's the first books that they've ever encountered when you got orange pilled? But I've done that so many different times. I'm going to switch it up with you, Wesley. And I just kind of want to know more about, you know, what you're what you're all about as far as the Bitcoin Bay Foundation. So I know that that aims to uh, build this global payment system for the local communities in your area of Florida. But could you elaborate on how you envision Bitcoin fostering local resilience and strengthening the sense of community in Tampa Bay? Yeah, of course. Um, you know, it's probably better than me just talking about the Bitcoin standard and, you know, when money dies and all that anyways. Um, so, yeah, uh, we kind of we spun out of just the local bit devs. Um, so I'm not actually the first I just showed up one day. Um, uh, in January of last year, uh, we had a, you know, a, a lightning dev that was running bit devs and I became good friends with him and a couple of other guys at that meetup and we hit it off really quick. And then he pitched us on the idea for Bitcoin Bay. Um, so, you know, I can't take credit for the idea. Um, I am, I am running with it. Uh, but yeah, the goal, um, you know, for us is to become like the brain of Bitcoin in the Tampa Bay area. Um, you know, it's a decentralized network, it's decentralized movement. Um, which is fantastic, but uh, you know anyone who has spent any time in libertarian space or anything like that is decentralized stuff has a way of not uh, getting done. Um, you know until people come in with a vision and a plan and start actually trying to move people along. Um, and that was what we decided to do about a little over a year ago now. Um, kind of got to the point where we were like, okay, well, we were having weekly meetups, um, you know, 101 workshops, um, handholding people through setting up wallets, practicing their first transactions, because BitDevs was just going over. It still goes over to my head. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a technical guy, um, and turns out neither are 99% of the people that came, because um, when gas was out almost at five dollars a gallon and uh, Bitcoin was at sixty-six thousand dollars a coin, these people weren't wanting, weren't these people weren't trying to learn about Taproot, you know. <laughs> um so it kind of got to the point where we were doing this and i was like all right you know this is fun and all but like i'm i'm getting a little over sitting around at the bar with a bunch of dudes circle jerking about bitcoin um so we decided to organize there and um actually uh, at the miami conference was when our articles and our incorporation paperwork got pissed, passed through so as of may 18th of this year uh we are a nonprofit corporation um in the state of florida so I think we're the first um, nonprofit to, you know, meet up to turn into a nonprofit in the United States. So one of our goals is to kind of build out that blueprint for people. One, see if it works. You know, uh, we don't want people to, you know, go down this path and then, you know, we fail a year and a half from now because we didn't think of these three things. Um, but, you know, we want to you know, help because it's very simple, really, to become a nonprofit. And especially if you're going to be a small group in a small town the paperwork is pretty negligible. Um, if you, if you, if you anticipate pulling in less than $50,000 for your first three years, it, the, it's a one page document 
and then you have specific language in your articles of corporation and then in your bylaws. So it's just that stuff that like no one really knows that you pay people hundreds of dollars for um, that we want to be able to create like a package for and send it out. And even people don't want to incorporate, but like have a, uh, a, a meetup starter kit. Here is a presentation on what is money, uh, Bitcoin 101. Here's a flyer for local businesses. Um, here are meeting standards, uh, rules that we have, you know, found that help us kind of maintain order and, uh, you know, keep people from coming in, trying to show their own projects. Um, just really just try to grease, the, you know, grease the wheels for other people to start, you know, getting meetups going in their own area. We are focused on the Bay, you know, all of our in-person, all of our meetups are in-person. So all of our, all of our in-person efforts are within, I'm saying hundred miles of Tampa International Airport. Um, but you know, the digital content that we produce, like I want that as much as it's useful is as far as I want it to go. Um, so it's probably a long way of, I don't know if I actually answered the question. Um, but, uh, that's kind of, you know, it in a nutshell. So Wesley, uh, next question for you. So of course, in recent years, we've seen a growing focus on decentralization and sustainable solutions, i.e. pertaining to Bitcoin. How does Bitcoin's decentralized nature align with the goal of building a circular economy in Tampa Bay? I know you kind of expounded on that a little bit, but I kind of want to get more into your personal side of like what you've done in Tampa Bay outside of, you know, the Bitcoin Bay Foundation and what inspires you in this newfound town that you've landed in uh, for Bitcoiners. Yeah. So, you know, it empowers uh, people the same way, you know, the, the gold standard empowered people um, back in the day. You know, whenever you have a medium of exchange that isn't at the whims of some, you know, geriatric person, um, it turns out you're able to transact a little more efficiently. Um, so one of our big focuses here is our business network. Um, trying to create that minimum viable product for that circular economy. And, you know, what, what my motivating factor was, you know, we were talking a little bit before this, you know, I was up in Boston uh, during COVID and I moved back home uh, to Tampa and seeing the madness up there and then the supply chain issues coupled with uh, the whole anti-meat brigade, I wanted to make sure that the farmers here, one, that I could secure beef for myself and my for my family, but two, that they could continue to get paid as these things continue to deteriorate. You know, if anyone has read When Money Dies, you know, I'm sure they remember the part where the citizens go out to the farms and the farms aren't taking the, the paper money anymore. And, you know, hungry people don't really take no for an answer. Um, so, you know, as much as, you know, people may not be fans of cities, it's better for everyone if they stay, the city people stay inside the cities. And the way they do that is making sure the food is still going into the city. Um, so, you know, we've started the Florida Beef Initiative here as well. Uh, so, you know, we've got, we've got beef boxes that you can buy in Bitcoin from local ranchers. And so we're really excited about that. You know, when we did that, the, the first night we launched, we sold like about $3,000 worth of beef in Bitcoin. Um, you know, fifth generation Florida rancher guy who had no idea what he was walking into when he just to a you know, meetup full of ravenous Bitcoiners. Uh, but and also keeping the money here. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure many people have seen the meme of, you know, why cash is better than credit cards, because for every 3% fee, 
you know, you make 10 transactions, that $100 is now $50. Whereas if you hand a $50 bill, everyone has that $50. You know, so a similar thing can be done with, you know, mostly the Lightning Network because you still have to pay those transaction fees. Um, but, you know, it's at least it's not going, it's not getting sucked out and being shipped overseas um, blowing people up. You know, it's, it's going to miners or node runners, you know, so it helps progress the network and at least in that stage, in that situation. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's definitely very early days. I mean, but we've got, you know, HVAC guy, we've got roof inspectors, cabinet refinishers, personal trainers, hairstylists, um, you know, so it's just, we want to make this uh, like, you know, kind of like the vacation spot for Bitcoiners, you know, we're not gonna be able to compete with um, Nashville or Austin. They've got the VC funds and the head start. So, that's great, and I love it. And Lord willing, we'll blow them out of the, blow them all out of the water, because they're going to come here, and we're going to have a circular economy where they can come and spend their coin. You have a place you can stay, you know. You upgrade that package, and we'll have a beef box sitting there waiting for you with some some steaks thought you know, some steaks I thought out in the fridge for your first night. Um, you know, you'll have places to go for entertainment. You know, it's not going to be everywhere, but you know, you don't need everywhere. You need enough. Um, you know, so that's kind of what we're starting with. You know, we're just trying to be realistic. And, you know, know that we're not going to hyper Bitcoinize 6 million people uh, overnight. And, you know, what's what's beautiful about it? Like I've interviewed so many people on this show and uh, one person was from I want to say he's from like Montana or Utah. He has like a whole Bitcoin and beef initiative. But what really changed my mind about it was um, Saifedean, uh, his brother, Ahmad Amus. I actually interviewed him. He's a doc they're both doctors, of course. And we were talking about the carnivore diet. My qualm with beef or just chicken and all these other things was like, I didn't trust the grocery store. But now because of this Bitcoin initiative where you're having these connections with the local butcher, with the farmhand, with the person actually curating this meat, that would make me feel a lot more comfortable to eat that meat. If I know where it's coming from, I have a connection with that person and I'm paying them in Bitcoin. I think that that incentivizes the whole entire industry to move from a centralized approach to a decentralized approach with the meat industry. So I commend you, Wesley, for what you're doing in Tampa with the beef and with just getting people to eat healthy and to be focused on their food. Yeah, and that's exactly it. It's, it's the trust, um, you know, because it, that's that's in short supply these days. And, you know, that's really at the core of what we're trying to do here is rebuild a trust, is build a trust network. Um, you know, there you know who you're dealing with because they're one of our members or they're a family of one of our members. Um, you know, you know that if we're uh, recommending someone, it's because one, we use them and two, we vetted them. You know, we're not just going to like, oh, hey, this guy takes Bitcoin. Everyone should use them. You're like, but if you're going to provide shitty services or excuse me, uh, you know, we're not we're not going to be recommending you um, because like that's not this. This isn't about just spending Bitcoin. That's not like, Bitcoin is a tool. Um, for it's the means to an end of hopefully um, revitalizing, you know, the local community, you know, and especially in cities. Um, you know, when I lived in Boston, I lived in an apartment. I couldn't tell you the people who lived either next to me, above me or below me or across the hall from me. I, I never saw them, um, you know, so we, you know, we want to make this like, we want to restore a sense of community and, you know, neighborliness um, in a society that's, you know, become very atomized. You know, the, I mean, we're all individuals, but like no man's an island. And that's definitely been like a, uh, um, 
a mindset change that I've had to like un undergo is that like, yeah, you know, I am a strong individual and I don't, you know, I don't take orders well, but like, I can't fix, I can't fix my fan. I can't fix, you know, my AC unit, you know, um, you know, so that's why you need community. And I can't I mean, I, I can't raise a cow on my thousand square foot yard. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I agree with you on that hundred percent, Wesley. And, you know, speaking of community and just thinking about Tampa, because Tampa is one of those places to me, like I've been to Florida a bunch of times. I've been to Miami and like Tampa, it's like that is... gem, like I think like that's definitely going to be the next big city to like... bolster the Bitcoin initiatives that you're seeing. Like the weather's awesome. The people are awesome. Um, the food is great in the area. And, you know, it's also known for its diverse industries, right? You talked about mm -hmm. all these different initiatives people have. So how does Bitcoin Bay Foundation tailor its efforts to address the unique needs and challenges of different industries in the region? And could you share any like success stories or testimonials from local businesses that have integrated Bitcoin into their operation? Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it is a super, uh, you know, uh, diverse area and you know it, it's one of the best cities in the country like i was saying but uh don't tell anyone uh <laughs> you know we're full um but yeah we have a lot of finance um cybersecurity people here uh, mcdill air force base is, is huge um there's a huge healthcare industry here as well i mean tampa general is you know allegedly one of the according to their ads one of the best uh hospitals in the in the country um so i see these uh industries as like ripe for either integration or disruption you know i mean i'm, I'm sure you know, a lot of people have heard of crowd crowd health at this point um you know i love them you know my my roommate uses them um one of their guys is one of our guys um and i see the you know like these behemoths and these old you know old industries as ready to be kind of disrupted through that but um you know i'm not gonna lie it has been slow going on you know the business adoption front ftx exploding in january has you know made everyone you know step back uh, the recent price increase has helped a little bit, um, but uh, you know, so the business. But we've thrown business workshops that have been well attended. Um, we have um, a trucking company here that's looking to integrate Lightning to do uh, pay per mile, like streaming Sats while the while the driver is driving. Um, so that's, that's 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 something we're excited about. Um, you know, our uh, our Ben, you know, our Lightning developer is working on that um, with them. We have a, uh, a um, an IT, a full stack IT and tech consulting company that has pivoted to um, running not to trying to run Nostra relays. Uh, they're called Relay Foundry. Um, one of our really good, um, really supportive members is there as well. So, what what we're seeing is less integration and then more innovation. It's it's been more new people coming into this than the old people um, changing. Uh, which you know early adopters. It's what it is. So, you know, we're just going to uh, have to set the standard and, you know, then kick, drag them kicking and screaming along once they've once, you know, they've realized that, you know, we're all still functioning and we're hopefully thriving, um, especially as things continue to um, uh, increase in volatility. Um, but yeah, so we are we're working on uh, a block party for there's um, a couple of areas in the city that are like semi self-contained with like the restaurants and the entertainment areas in them, you know, it's like a company that manages the space. So we're trying to, so we're going to start doing some block parties here soon to see if we can push some, you know, some mass adoption events um, on the area. So that, that's something we're trying to do in the fall, you know, once things cool down a little bit.
Nice, nice. Uh, I love to hear it, man. You guys are doing so much for just Tampa. And, you know, of course, I expect to see you guys blow up really big once this halving hits in 2024 and the price shoots up. Everybody's going to become a Bitcoiner again. And, uh, you know, if you've been in this game long enough and you've lived through a couple cycles, you realize that there's like ebbs and flows with this whole entire industry. So it's really good. Like all the great things are built during, you know, the bear market. So it's a uh, we're in that space right now. And I kind of want to throw a curveball at you, Wesley, where like, I want to hear your thoughts on the cryptocurrency space. So, um, you know, of course, the cryptocurrency space is associated with innovation and new technologies. Are there any like specific advancements or developments in the Bitcoin ecosystem that you believe will be particularly impactful in supporting Bitcoin adoption and usage in local communities? So I gotta say, I'm not, uh, I'm not the tech guy. Um, you know, I, I wish I could tell you what Taproot meant. Um, you know, I, I think, I think the lightning network and, um, arc, as I, uh, tried to understand it when we did a bit devs on it, um, the layer two, uh, technologies, I think, you know, scaling, you know, it, the, the scaling technologies, um, are really going to be the ones that kind of help push this forward because when the feet, because like you said, the having comes, you know, price does what it does. Um, and, and we've, we've been building only in a bear market. It's, it's, it's been a bear market from the moment we started <laughs> up, up until now. Um, so whether we're fortunate or not, um, and that's why we're trying to build out our systems uh, to be ready to scale when that having comes and people start flooding back in because we need to be ready for that. Because um, if we don't catch them, the B cashers will, or they're, they're going to lose their own, they're, they're going to try and do it themselves and they're going to lose money just like many of us have as we try to figure this out ourselves. Um, but uh, to answer your question about the technology, I would, I would probably say, um, you know, the stuff that's happening on, on layer twos. Um, I, 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 I wish I understood more, um, but uh, that's uh, not my department, as uh, we like to say. For me, like I'm a big proponent of Cash App. It's just super easy. It's on my phone. You know, I stack some Bitcoin on there and then I can use that as like a debit card. Right. Or if I'm at a local meetup and people are only accepting Bitcoin, it just makes it a lot easier to just have Bitcoin on hand. And that lightning network has been super impactful in doing that on that front. So I agree with you. I think the millennials, the Gen Zers, uh, I think we fall into that 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 realm where we just want use case. We want to be able to. Uh, of course, stack Bitcoin, but we also want to be able to transact pair to pair. And, you know, of course, Bitcoin's potential as a global payment system is kind of like teetering on the edge of, of, of this explosion that a lot of people are not aware of. Um, I always wanted to know from you, Wesley, economic, right. you know, important considerations for your company, the Bitcoin Bay Foundation. You know, how do you address any barriers or challenges to Bitcoin adoption for individuals or businesses in Tampa Bay that might have questions? Like, do people actually come to you guys for those kind of solutions or do they kind of like use like educational platforms or things like that? Yeah. So we have our weekly meetups um, that um, are Pretty, being pretty well attended, especially as price has gone up. So people, you know, know where to find us. Um, we do offer also one-on-one um, -on -one consulting. Um, we've done some corporate trainings. We've done some guest lectures at some local universities. Uh, and we actually are just, you know, this week launching our, our Bitcoin guidance program, which is going to be kind of like that more group, you know, everyone's selling membership groups. Yep. So are we now. Um, but it's going to be, you know, that that, you know, that kind of just showing you the way. Like, hey, watch out for that. I I, I fell in that hole 
four years ago, <laughs> you know, here, let's step, let's step over this one. Um, because, you know, like we're, we're, we're a small team, you know, so that we're, we're hoping that this can be a, a scaling mechanism uh, for something, you know, like this, because, you know, the education is out there. There is so much free education and, you know, I'm sure I'll, we'll catch some crap for Bitcoiners for charging for education, but it's a lot to sift through. Um, you know, it's taken me six years now yeah. uh, to get where I am doing everything myself, listening to podcasts, reading books. You know, some people don't have the time for that. They've got kids, they've got jobs, you know, or they run their own businesses and they need people to come in and talk to their whole staff. Cause like, I, cause you know, I, I go to the business owner, Hey, let's, let's get Ibex in here. Okay. Yeah, sure. None of my staff knows what Bitcoin is. Hmm. How, how, you know, so how is that really going to work? Cause when I go to I use it, the person's like, uh, uh, actually, yeah, you're the first one trying to do this. Um, so that's going to be a, a good source of our, of our, our focus here. Um, upcoming is, uh, once, once school starts, we want to start an incentive program for the local college students. Like every business you onboard, you get 50 bucks in sats. Um, and, you know, using that to create, you know, keep uh, this business network and, you know, it's, it, it, it is tough. You know, um, this this scaling out, um, you know, oh, who knew scaling scaling stuff. Um, I guess that's that's not really groundbreaking to say. Um, but, you know, we're excited uh, because it's such an opportunity because, I mean, I mean our, our our business, we're in the education business and no one knows anything. Yeah. Very few people know very little. You know, like if, if you ask the normal person, even what is money, they'll tell you debt, the dollar, gold. I'm like, okay, well, you know, you have your unit account and you have your medium of exchange, you know, like, but these things aren't like, you're, you're not describing money. You're describing things that are masquerading as money at this point, you know? So, you know, there, there's definitely a, a long way for us to go, but I mean, that's, that's why we chose, you know, that's why we chose to be a nonprofit was because as a, as a 501c3 status, you can, education um, is a tax exempt um, endeavor. Yeah. So we're hoping to, you know, utilize that. Um, and since all, all, everything we do is education, pretty much, you know, you have any conversation with anyone. I mean, this is education, you know, whoever watches this, we give this to someone else. Um, you know, I mean, the consulting's education, um, the corporate trainings are education. It's, it's all teaching. I mean, cause that's all we do. We talk about privacy, 101 storage. I mean, it's, you name it. Um, we want to, we want to be taking anyone from where they are to where they want to be which in my mind is cold storage with your own node and maybe even a miner, you know, that just goes, that just feeds it. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, everyone's different. So, you know, we, we try and be people where they are. In today's fast paced digital world, showing your support for the things you love doesn't have to break the bank. With just a few seconds of your time, you can help us at the Bitcoin source by liking our content, subscribing to our channel, pressing the notification bell and leaving a comment with your thoughts. Every interaction helps us to grow and improve, and we are grateful for your support. So if you are a fan of our content, take a moment to show your love and help us to continue to deliver high-quality, informative content about Bitcoin and the world of cryptocurrency. Your support means the world to us, and we can't thank you enough for being a part of the Bitcoin Source community. Now back to the episode. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Like, I'm so excited for this company, man. Like, the people in the Tampa Bay area have a real gem on their hands. And there's not a lot of companies out there doing this right now. I mean, there's there's a few. But, I mean, Florida as a whole, like, there's a gap there. And I think that uh, Tampa is going to definitely be on the forefront of, of making some big changes. And 
Wesley, the last question I have for you is about thinking about the future, right? So like, what are your visions or aspirations for the Bitcoin Bay Foundation and how it will impact Tampa Bay down the road? Like, do you think there's any, any um, upcoming projects or expansions that you guys are excited about that will further enhance the adoption connection of Bitcoin and the Bitcoin Bay Foundation? Yeah, um, there's a lot. There's a lot <laughs> that we're cooking. Um, actually, uh, I don't know when this is going to air, but uh, August 1st, we're going to be having a rebrand. So this logo that I'm wearing is not going to be uh, the current the, the current logo anymore. Um, so we're 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 rebranding. Um, not we're not changing anything. We're just you know this was a fiber logo, so we we got an actual guy and we gave him some sats. Um, and you know, so our, to answer your question about our goal, uh, it's to educate and hopefully onboard a million people in the Bay Area. So there's 6 million people here. I think we can do that. Um, and it's gonna take a while. You know, when you start breaking that down, like, oh wait, crap, that's like 10,000 people a day for the next 10 years. Um, but that's why, you know, that's why scaling comes. And so, you know, the things we're excited about the events um, is, you know, that block party that I mentioned, uh, hopefully here in the fall, um, as, as we start, you know, we just started talking with, uh, the venue about doing that. So as as more information comes on that, we'll definitely be putting that out there. Uh, in early, uh, you know, within January, February, we're going to be having uh, our first uh, Florida Beef Initiative Summit down here, and very excited about that. You know, just showcasing the ranchers. I mean, Florida is one of the biggest cattle states in in, in the country, um, top one of the top producers in the world as well. Um, a lot of our rearing gets done here because it's rainy and sunny all the time. Uh, so grass grows pretty well, if you can believe it. So, and then we are going to be, hopefully by this point, the IRS will have given the Bitcoiners permission to not pay taxes because uh, it's a it's a decently long project process. But uh, hopefully by uh, March, we are going to be hosting, uh, we're calling our Sound Money Soiree. Uh, it's going to be kind of a grand opening, um, an announcement party. You know, grand opening for Tampa is the next Bitcoin city. Um, a celebration of getting our tax exempt status um, and, you know, a way to showcase the uh, businesses in Tampa, like the finance and the real estate and integrating with all of the Bitcoin companies like, you know, Unchained or 1031 or, you know, River, um, the mining companies, you know, because I would really love to bring mining to Florida. That was actually how we got started. That was one of the things we started was trying to set up a mine for the meetup to fund the meetup. Um, but unfortunately, we import almost all of our power, so it just isn't economical. Um, but that aside, you know, just open, just grand opening of Tampa as as the uh, next Bitcoin city. Um, you know, just that way the people here are taking us seriously, and the people out there are taking us seriously too. Because you know, I mean, it, it we're a couple of 20, 24 to twenty eight year olds. Um, you know, it's it's easy to blow us off, but uh, I wouldn't for much longer. <laughs> Most definitely. And, uh, you know, there's all there's always solar. Right. So like Florida has tons of sun. If you can get some miners on your team or get people that know how to build, like I think solar would be a huge benefit to you guys and you wouldn't have to rely so much on outside power. But that's kind of over my 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 brain speed at this moment. But that's just a thought when you were uh, mentioning that. Yeah. Unfortunately, with solar, um, it rains so much here. So there's a lot of cloud cover. Um, you know, especially in the middle of the day, you know, I mean, it, it rains in the summer, probably from two to four, just about every day, which is peak. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, I mean, there are some solar projects going down here and I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of solar for grids. 
So something I would I wouldn't mind doing is anytime a project pops up, just putting down a container of miners and be like, next, we can keep doing this. Um, but uh, I can get into the whole energy generation side. You know that, that was what I, that was what I wanted to do um, out of college was I wanted to build nuclear reactors. Um, okay. So I got you know pretty disillusioned with renewables uh, for the grid pretty early on, which was a bummer uh, because I, I did like them. Um, but that's probably a whole other podcast. Well, Wesley, man, this this episode has been awesome. I really, really appreciated you coming on, talking about the Bitcoin Bay Foundation, everything that you're doing as a Bitcoiner to kind of help your community and, you know, your dedication to building this circular economy and fostering Bitcoin adoption has been truly inspiring. Before you go, can you give people your social media handles and any like last words you want to give the audience before we uh, break out? Yeah. So our uh, website is bitcoinbay.live dot com is an online gambling website and uh, we are not affiliated with them um so it's dot live and once we raise some money we'll probably buy dot org um but uh, bitcoin bay dot live um on twitter it's uh at bitcoin bay tpa not to be confused with the b cashers in toronto um who are calling themselves bitcoin bay as well uh, but uh those are our main Twitters. You can find our Noster on there as well. I don't really know how to do a shill a Noster account. Um, you know, I don't, I'm not going to. Our NPUB starts with Tampa, which is pretty cool. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's I, I think I've kind of covered a lot of my stuff. But, you know, I'll just I'll just say it again. You know, like we we we, we want to make, you know, like I said, we want to make this vacation spot for Bitcoiners. So what we want to do is build something Bitcoiners want. So if there's anything that, you know, you, your audience or people that you're talking to want to see, you know, we would love, we'd love to hear from people. So, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a contact form on our website, um, fill it out, get in touch. Uh, our telegram's open, you know, if you want to, if people want to hop in and, uh, you know, join the conversation, that's bitcoinbay.bitcoinmeetup.chat. Um, you know, shout out to, uh, I forget who, who made that for us, but he's a cool guy. Um, and yeah, you know, I mean, we we want to build what bitcoiners want so you know we and also you know we're working on getting a uh, physical space as well you know so we, we want to try and uh beat out uh, the commons and bitcoin park which is gonna be tough because you know bitcoin park's a cool place um so we want to be able to host people and bring people in we actually just had greg foss at our uh, at our last meetup uh he just was in st pete and we just kept our whole meetup started bugging him on twitter until he uh, until he came in um, but yeah, we, we want to be welcoming. We want to be hospitable. You know, we want to, uh, you know, create a, a space that people want to come to. So, which is why a lot of our events are in the fall and the winter. Um, so yeah, you know, please reach out on bitcoinbay.live. Tell us what you want to see. And, you know, if it's something we can do, we'll make it happen. And I'll also add all your information in the bottom of this video. Um, everybody out there, if you like what Wesley is saying, if you're in the Tampa Bay area, please check out the Bitcoin Bay Foundation. They're doing some great work down there. So uh, please like, subscribe on the video, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Oh,